0: So I'm for a real treat today, um, podcast number 15, I'm going down to visit Barry McCarroll um, to talk about his amazing journey of completing the Donegal Quads all in one time, which was 105 miles. On the back of that, he ran his second 100 mile um, race last weekend in and um, running in 21 hours and 15 minutes, an astonishing time. Um, you, quite often you do get people running these crazy races but it's not very often you get um, somebody that can hold that sort of distance and also run a 17 minute um, 5k and a 2 hour 51 marathon so a really interesting story I'd love to know how he's able to maintain the consistency that he does and I'm really interested in hearing what he's got to say for himself we've got a new recording device today so I hope it's a bit clearer than it has been over the first 14 podcasts just like to thank everybody who has um, followed we've gone over hundred followers this week so I'm really happy with that just about to hit a thousand 1, downloads as well before we go to speak to Barry I would just like to plug the Sea to Sky race um, it's a Bonda Run race which is being held on the 13th of July half seven on a Friday night there's a 5k and 10k race It starts down in the Donard Park in Newcastle, County Down. It's one of their biggest races of the year. It's an amazing place, amazing scenery and a really good buzz for a Friday evening. Hope to see you all there. If if not, hopefully I'll see you on the course somewhere soon. Um, because I see people that have done that do a lot of races or do ultras and marathons, but there's not too many people have the same consistency that you're showing. Like, so from a 5k um, PB of was like 17 minutes, something, wasn't it? 17 17, 17. 17, 17, and, um, all the way up to the ultras and the quads and actually running hundred miles in 21 hours and 15 minutes. Yeah. And, um, so it's not very often you get that balance. And I with myself when I start going along, I just lose my pace. or so I start going for pace. I sort of lose endurance and we've been Strava bodies bu- for quite a while mm. and just one thing pains me when I look at your Strava <laughs> is how consistent is. You're able to keep on going. So, when you strip it right back to the sort of 5k distance and run in 17 minutes, because that, that's fast, like that's under a six minute mile. And when you're preparing for that, are you doing that in the mix of doing all your long stuff, or did you focus specifically for the 5k?
1: For those five, for that 5k, he beat Robbie, which was just this year. Uh, oh, the first. PB of last year was, I was training for London, so there was the programme leading up into that that 5k race, it was a marathon training programme to try to get my PBs down the 5k and the 10k,
0: so it just happened in the middle of it. so you were you're trying to strip your pace back on the shorter miles, Yeah, just, just to build a stronger sharper, but sharper at,
1: base. At the same time, the weekends you doing your longer runs and, mm-hmm. and that. So, but it was just it did it wasn't a specific five k program. It was just in the middle of, of the marathon training. And
0: yeah. um, where was <coughs> where
1: was that? At? The five k. Yeah. This that was the race around the river, Queens. Gooby mm-hmm. course
0: flat. It's three and laps. when you're going to go to do that race, how do you prepare for the race? Because if you're going to go that fast out of the blocks, I mean purely the evening of the race, what sort of preparation do you do for a warm-up or anything like that? You do a day's work first.
1: So it's right down the road from my, my school. So I would have stayed down, got a to eight, then after work, and then I think this year, last year I had a decent warm-up. I think I had maybe three-mile, four-mile warm-up before very warm warm this year too
0: so is that what you would advise before
1: going out on a 5k I think uh, a couple of miles anyway mm-hmm. at least it's r- f- really important
0: to get the um, muscles warm there, isn't it? Uh, you
1: get the fast the fast twitches so uh, a few strides in there too and then just don't breathe for 17 minutes <laughs> um, not really enjoyable I didn't really I don't
0: really enjoy them the
1: 5k's yeah. they're hard they're tough
0: they make you sick a lot of nerves i find myself at the marathon the starting line of a marathon i'm excited yeah and um, the start line 5k and i'm breaking it
1: Aye, me too me too i would be more nervous at the start of this race the 5k than I was started at the start of energy last week yeah definitely because the pressure's on to just go as hard as you can for it, as quick as you
0: can and you'll get it done and then trying to hang on.
1: Trying to hang on. It's tough. It's tough. Do you have any
0: tricks then, sort of near the last half a mile of the 5k, when you your mind's trying to tie these off and you're trying to pull through? I think that's where, my, I,
1: I think that's where my, my best bit of the race comes, is the last wee kick. I think I have a wee kick. And no matter how sick you're feeling, how bad you're feeling, I think if you end the race quickly, you know, it's a it's a positive for me. So even like last week, my my quickest mile was the last, bam, by quite a bit. And it was just to be able to say that I finished the last one, the last wee bit, as quick as I could, feels strong at the end. You do, you
0: do book at the end, like, but... I'm sort of sniggering because I watched a video this morning Uh. of you finishing the Belfast half. It's like one twenty five. It's like what? It's like Robocop or something. Uh, oh, also, not Yeah, Terminator come uh, running down. It was just like, yeah, wow, I'm swinging like, and it was I was like, wow. There was
1: <laughs> a, there was a couple of people in front of me, and there, and uh, I, had, I had my own for a while, maybe mile or two, and you get them on the street like. Brilliant. But uh, yeah, I think finishing strong's mentally a a, a good thing for me anyway. Mm-hmm. Um. And you, usually I can kind of do it,
0: usually. Do you train that way then on your longer runs running? Do you knock the last two or three miles out a bit faster? or?
1: Some of the runs, I mix the runs up. Some of the longer runs for the marathon training, I would, I would finish, fast finish, mm-hmm. um, try and get the last couple of miles a wee bit sharper. But it, I think it depends on feel too and how you're feeling mm-hmm. on the day. But I think if you can end the run, you know, sensibly by going quicker, it's a good mm-hmm. thing. And so then 10K then,
0: so what's your PB and your <coughs> 10K
1: please? Uh, 10K PB is 36.30 in uh, Jimmy's last oh, year. On Jimmy's 10K?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's tough enough we cost too, it's, it's, just great not, at the start. it's just not as flat as people think no, it is. No, it's not. It's quite a drag out as well, isn't it? It's a drag out, but I find,
1: once, I, find I don't even ever ran it was, it was that last year. Again, it was in the middle of the, Mar- the London Marathon programme. And I found that once you got up that hill, it felt as if I was kind of falling the whole way back in. You mm-hmm. know, just that it was a good day. I had a good day there,
0: um, and I enjoyed that race. I'd like, I'd like to try and get that time down a wee bit. How do you attack a ten k? Then that's one I struggle with because five k you just sort of go as fast as you can from there. Yeah. And you're from the block, and you're just you can hang on for a five k, but ten k. I'm only in tears at 7k, what have I done? <laughs> uh, I know, I know. I used to really struggle
1: with the 10k because my pacing was, wasn't great mm-hmm. at all. I would have went out and blasted. It was just a, a 5k race, and so be dead halfway around. So I think having done a few of them, pacing's got better. I think pacing's definitely got better. But you do have to go hard. It's hard from the start. mm mm-hmm. You know, I think in the 10K, say in the 5K, you don't get a chance to breathe. You know, you literally, I don't feel as if you're breathing. 10K, you are breathing 10 k you can do it. It's as the distances go up, you know, you get more of a chance to breathe, more of a chance to kind of feel yourself into it, you know, to run. And do you you run your own race
0: or do you latch on to people or or Uh, just a mix of everything? So depends on what's happening.
1: I think I think in the five k I was running with a guy from I work with, uh, Connor McMullen, who's great at pacing. Trying to stay with him, the likes of that ten k last year. If you get yourself in a wee group and stick with a group mm-hmm. and stuff. Even in the halves, we'll be grouping lower for the half this year. Um, but it, it's mainly about running your own race too, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, people can help you. People can kind of slingshot you on the last wee bit. You have wee targets and stuff, but you gotta run your own race. I think.
0: And are you preparing yourself then coming up to the 10k are you taking a bit of rest because you do mm. quite high high weekly mileage like don't you like mm. 60 sort of miles do so you rest coming up to that or yeah, yeah I do well the the
1: the program that I was working from last year was Paddy Paddy Alvin wrote the program from last year and Paddy had said about coming up to like the Queen's 5k and that Jimmy's you know just to pull it back a wee bit not too much because you still needed hmm you still need the mileage high, but you needed the quality in there. So you just bring the miles down a wee bit, a wee bit more quality in the ten k, five k races. Um. So you, you you I would have been being a wee bit more sensible about the rest days. You know, and just dropping back a few miles, being able to be a wee bit fresher for the for
0: them races. And do you do anything outside of just not running, as in more sleep or quality food. You just, you just try and forget about it.
1: I kind of try to keep an eye on it but not as much as what you should do. My sleepings, I being, I'm, I'm 9 o'clock bed mm-hmm. sleeper like most, I'm half 9, my two eyes are closing because I'm up early in the mornings, um, so sleep's never really been an issue. Uh, the likes of the fives and the, the shorter races, not really. The longer ones definitely even need to be
0: doing a lot more resting. I find that key actually, you know, especially through the winter time, I find it easier to go to bed. Mm. And I would sort of be disciplined around nine or half nine and you're running definitely benefits from getting that good all sleep right. and recovery because yeah. you're a lot more stronger and you're all disciplined through the day then. Yeah. It's a lot easier. You don't have to think about it as much yeah. you're stronger and you're not, you're yeah. not as tired and it's weak. I think, I don't
1: know how people stay up too late, but I'm... Um, Constantly slagged about like, how early I get to bed. They're not doing <laughs> they're not doing the same running you're no, doing. Those. Well, I'm up at the crack of dawn and I do most of the running before work in the mornings. So yeah. you can't go to bed at,
0: at 12 and get up at, at half five. You talked about Paddy's plan then, and Paddy Hamilton. Yeah. Um, was that the first time you've done his plan?
1: Yeah, yeah. Because that was the first one for, for London... Uh, two years ago when that was my first sub three in London two years ago because I'd done it the year before trying to do it off my own back and my own plan and I missed the sub three by 42 seconds mm-hmm. which was a kick in the teeth uh, and didn't go down very well so I contacted Paddy and Paddy got the plan um, and then followed it followed it to the T didn't miss a day of that plan from the start of it so that started in start of january Um, uh, was twi- it was a 16 week plan mm-hmm. right through to london and felt strong at the end of that felt very strong at the end of that and then got in on the three 58 30. and um,
0: what what did you find at the plan what structure did it give you that wasn't there before?
1: The structure that, that that plan gave me was just the base. I think the, the mileage went up, the whole mileage went up. And then just having that, that uh, base maze to work on. Mm-hmm. Plus, the way Paddy had put it together, I would run seven days a week anyway, but Paddy had broken it up. So your Tuesday would have been your intervals. So easy Monday intervals, Tuesday easy Wednesday, Thursday, and then your tempo run on Friday, uh, easy Saturday, and long on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, having that kind of cycle and just gradually building it up, building it up, Build making your intervals sl- slightly longer and um, your tempos longer, and then we mixing it up with your long runs. So, like fast finishes or middle sections um, quicker. Um, so, the Patty's potty, plan definitely just sort
0: of yeah. maybe look at the whole. Training plans, definitely. So some people struggle with getting plans from really good coaches like Paddy and Gary Hall and, and things like yeah. that as well. Who Phenomenal runners like, like yeah. standing. So they know what they're talking about. Um, I, I find, I think, what people, why people struggle with them is because they don't offset the balance of their life then. Yeah. Because you can't just continue to take a structured plan, which puts you under quite a lot of fatigue as yeah. well. You need to get your sleep and you need to yeah, get it. your diet right. right or whatever to offset it. You need to listen to your body, I suppose. Yeah. You're, you're tired. You need to get more sleep. And people quite often just looking for shortcuts and things like and you get this great plan. Yeah. But there's a lot more to it than just actually running there.
1: No, you got to stick
0: I, I think that during
1: that plan last year, for the first under three was, I was tired. I was tired a lot of the time, even more than normal. You know i could have went to bed
0: at eight o'clock so yeah. some sort of nights but but so i've heard with um Pally and a few other people as well you know a strong message when you're training for the marathon you have to get like your 5k yeah yeah you need to start with a good base and then build that up through it and um, i took that on board as well and i had Um, a 5k training plan it was an eight week training plan which i used for the first half of my 16 weeks yeah but it was you could have used it for half marathon as well. It was long distance in it, and my every time I broke with PB three times sort of in a row. I used that first, and it was because somebody talked to me about Paddy. Yeah. And said you know you need, like your five K starting off slower than before. I oh know you're you're playing catch up. Yeah. You're just playing. You're just getting long miles in without bringing that um yeah. quality along with it as well. Yeah. So your half marathon, then in Lan. that was your PB. This year, yeah. Um, that was this year was yeah. that part of your plan building up as well.
1: Uh, it was in the plan But I wasn't I don't even know what I was expecting that half see the, the My half last year the three races in the lead up to London last year was the Queens PB the, the Jimmy's PB and then Oma which was 122, 120, 122 I think I Wanted that lower, but that didn't happen on that day and then the Lauren this year it was a good day. So yeah. it gave me that wee bit of confidence going into London this year again. What was that, 118? 118, yeah. That was my first, that was my first time under 120. Oh, that's some time, mate. In
0: Lauren. And how, how far before London was that?
1: Uh, it's not a, it's a few weeks, four weeks, four weeks, five weeks maybe. So it must have been it a great confidence booster. booster. Yeah, it felt great, you know. I think every PB gives you a wee bit extra confidence, yeah. but if you can be going to a big targeted race with that confidence of knowing that you can run half as quick as you've ever run it before. Yeah. You know that, made, That was good. That was good. And it can be. <coughs> it's good
0: course as well up in lands. A lot course, of people, yeah. isn't it? it a yeah. brutal
1: wee hill at about seven, <laughs> seven, six, seven mile. Uh, but once you get up, it it's good. It's good. It was. I yeah. was saying before earlier. We were. There's a good big group running on that. There was maybe five or six and they helped out brilliantly like it was brilliant I threatened to give a couple of them kisses they got me under 120 and they did get me under 120 they all just disappeared the, <laughs> yeah, the finish line I was looking for them I couldn't catch them
0: <laughs> but uh, like it's, you can see quite a bit on the home straight. Uh, you can see room. right to the corner
1: yeah and I and spoke. it's a false it's kind of a false because you come down the end and then it, you actually raise a tiny wee bit to the finish yeah. it looks like it was never going to end
0: that was a fantastic time in that, and um, that brings you on to the marathon. Then, and if you talk about London first, which was a really, really hot year, oh, wow. and the hottest on record, I think, for London, yeah. some people just crashed and burned in it. And um, you didn't, you got two hours 54. What's that? Yeah, right? 254. Yeah, and um, I'm actually surprised myself here. You <laughs> <I> know, these <laughs> yeah, things. Busy, and then um, tell me about that race then from start like even that morning so i'm sure there was a big hype about the weather and how this how this is going to affect all the runners And there was hype about the weather for
1: a good week in the lead up to that and <laughs> every everybody i was talking to was talking about the weather and the hot and you know different plans and how to attack and what to do and i tried not to th- i tried not to think too much about the weather mm-hmm. uh it was warm it was really warm <laughs> but I wasn't gonna think about it too much. The race was the race was good. I wanted to go quicker than than what I had went. Um Was that P V then? No, two fifty one was sorry last year. Um so I wanted to go quicker than, the, than I yeah. um, that. No, f- that? Yeah. Um, so I'd like to get mm. up. nipped under two fifty.
0: It, it was an amazing time in those conditions. Uh,
1: it so felt good. It felt good to get to the finish and The last couple of miles were a real struggle, Mm -hmm. in that. But um, the temperature was it seemed as if the temperature was just going up and up and up and up and up. There was no air. It was even, even wafts of wind coming past was warm air, you know, warm air in your face. (laughs) From start to finish. And how did you feel on that day? Water, 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 and the water was going over my head at every opportunity, um. Do you I take anything on board like gels or sugar? Took salt tablets before. I don't. I take salt tablets when I know it's going to be either really really warm, or we're going for a really long run. Mm-hmm. So salt tablets. Uh, I have to thank Marty for the salt tablets actually. <laughs> Still in the cupboard. Uh
0: <laughs> they seem to work. Yeah, I, I, but you don't take on any sort of carbs no, or sugar. No. Have you ever done that when no. you're racing mm-hmm. even at the start? Never. Never.
1: Yeah. J- just the gels. I try not to. St- take too many gels, so even the gels in London this year, I think it was only
0: th- three, took three on board the whole. Okay. Um, do you take caffeine or anything like that? No. No. And no. Um, Do you just take them on feel or do you have a time of when you're going to take them?
1: I have a time and it went, I kind of forgot about it uh, in London this year. I, I, I take one caffeine gel, I take a couple of ordinary gels. Caffeine one and the caffeine one, usually you try and take it about 20 minutes, yeah. but in London I realized the 22 that I still had the caffeine one in my <laughs> so I think it kicked in when I had finished for about a half an hour. Yeah. Um, You're enjoying yourself that yeah. much, but I usually kind of, yeah, I usually try and put one <clears> in about maybe 10, 15, 20, yeah. something like that, and then the caffeine ones I say I give you last week six May.
0: All being well. What what about fueling before the marathon then? Um, there's this sort of myth about all this pasta the night before. I think it's the worst Aye. sort of myth in running ever. Cause pasta yeah. takes a couple of days to break down in yeah. your body. Actually, it bloats me. Yeah, I like I've to say what pasta may have, but pasta me
1: never but i went off pasta big time, but I um, don't eat an awful lot of it. I do think a good big feed the night before a race. Uh, what type of food? Pizza. Yeah, I like pizza. Chuck. <laughs> Chuck's put me on the pizzas. Chuck, uh, he swears buy pizza. So pizzas, um, anything, chicken, anything mm. that just kind of fills you up. You know you're going to bed on a full belly and getting nothing. Yeah. What about breakfast then in the morning? Breakfast is usually, the day of the race would be maybe a wee bit of porridge, bananas, mm. couple of cups of coffee. To get me woke up and but nothing too heavy like nothing that? too heavy no I don't eat, tend to eat too much the mornings of mm-hmm. eating a couple of weed or something like that so you've, you've run quite a few marathons now how long have you been running for have always 2008 was when I done my first marathon brilliant that um, fast. what time is that what
0: time did I run Around ran 3.36 that's a great time then. so yeah. you've, you've come into it with quite a good base then Um any other sports beforehand? Or? I was trying to play football for years mm.
1: um, and realised that I was getting kicked more than I was kicking <laughs> and I was rolling out of bed on the Sunday morning after the matches. So we did, we played football for years. Uh, I loved it and thought that quitting football would be the hardest thing ever and it was for a while, but then you don't, you, you learn not to miss those sore legs and. Yeah. Uh, so 2008 you started yeah. running the marathons how many marathons have you ran? well Energia last year or last week was my 40th including including others in that too so 40 um, just talking about marathons um, which do you think is your favourite? I love the dairy. I love the dairy course love it and it's a PB it's my PB course so I think no matter which one I run it'll always be a good mm. one for me i love london too london's yeah. brilliant the atmosphere is unbelievable Um, people you know a lot of marathon purists say that it's a wee bit kind of it's not the best because of the crowds and everything else
0: but i love it I think it's brilliant mm. going over Tower bridge is nuts so f- 40 marathons and which is the so we've talked about the warm weather have you ran a marathon and. Mm. Atrocious weather at all. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Have you you've ran the Causeway, haven't you? The
0: varieties are back. Yeah, it <laughs> is. Uh,
1: The the Causeway and Martin, the year we done it it was brutal. Absolutely brutal. The wind rained and there's no hiding from it on the on the Causeway. Yeah. Uh, I mean Marty ran it, Chipper ran it and the weather was just desperate from start to
0: finish. And did you enjoy it? Loved Cause, it. cause <laughs> I met you in the one-way Ultra, and you'd you um, fallen in up to yeah. your neck into the river. That was atrocious. As that well. was Back nuts. The morning. Yeah. And but you were buzzing. Yeah, because <laughs> me the
1: weather was that bad. That was nuts. That weather was probably even worse than the causeway, yeah. because it was it was crazy from early morning till it did brighten up towards the end, didn't it? I think it did. Yeah, it did. But it was like way towards the end. So, uh, so
0: sticking with the ultras then that, that one was absolutely atrocious yeah. um, it just lashed down all morning there was flash floods Yeah. <laughs> and we started off with the walkers because yeah. I was running with my wife and we were meeting the ultras ultra runners coming one by one and every one of them had a story yeah. <laughs> of the weather yeah. and the rivers that they had to cross because cause you hit those rivers early
1: on in the ultra coming yeah. out there were, they were up to there they were tarantula, you could get washed away on them a couple of cracking photographs of of boys I know who were in it to their neck, you know, down on their knees in it to their neck, but it was it was a, wild, a wild day and I did love it. When, when did you run your first Ultra? The <coughs> first Ultra was the, the Morn Way Ultra and it was roasting hot that day. It was uh, 2013. Was it? 13. Yeah. 2013. I was roasting, roasting. <laughs> that, that was so hot, like it was. I ran a marathon that
0: day. I think it was like
1: thirty degrees or so. Yeah. Well, me and me and Marty ran it. That was our first ultra. And we were training that year to go to run around the lock. We were doing a charity run for Pips around Loch Nay. How uh, far was it? Eighty-eight miles. miles. Eighty-eight. 80, I think it was eighty-eight. So Marty had the, the idea of doing the, the cause the ultra in um, the lead up there. It was great. I is love that, is that why you moved to that? It wasn't the
0: because of the charity thing was coming up. You thought, well, this will be great training. Yeah, more yeah. Water. Yeah, we've done a few runs
1: up around, um, Newcastle on the road. We've done the the scene the the high scenic route, you know thirty mm-hmm. miler up where you know it well, um, up by Spalga and Fowey and stuff. It's lovely. So we've we'd done more than distance thirty mile and then the fifty two. I think it was fifty two back then.
0: And how did you find that transition then, going from marathon to ultra? Did you enjoy it more? I did enjoy it more. Yeah, I. I don't think there's any pressure on ultras.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, there's no. You can run an ultra and not have to look at your watch, mm-hmm. not be concerned about looking at your watch, not look at pace or time, and just enjoy it. You know, just and grind through it. Then. Grind through it, yeah, and. Kind of actually, a sick way, learn to enjoy the pains that you're having mm. and saying to yourself, right, I'm going get better yeah. than this. You know, it didn't seem to work last week for a while, but um, yeah. You have time to work through it, like, don't you? You've got time to work through it, yeah. You have plenty of distance to cover. So, <laughs> 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 so well,
0: on, on marathon, you're just. Yeah. You're on, a, you're, on a, you're on a fine edge the whole way through the marathon, aren't you? You're very focused. Yeah. And you're trying to hold your pace. Um, what would you attack a marathon? Uh,
1: for the marathons, if I if I was looking to go at a pace like this year, I thought my marathon pace for London could have been 6.30s You know, if I had a held six thirty, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I would be going out
0: and trying to hold them from the start. Just an even split. Then. Even split, yeah, as close you as. Do you to get the course or the elevation or anything
1: out there? Just no. I try to just I try to hold as close as six thirty. If that's the pace, and I'm looking. For as, as close as I can so the likes of Derry there we've got those claims, mm. at about what's that nine ten mile you know your pace is going to drop a tiny wee bit but when you get to the top of it you're going to pick it up so you're yeah. you're kind of balancing it out and the marathon miles seem to fly in so you know if you had 630 or 640 635 that you're kind of close yeah. so you can do the kind of averaging you know as you're as you're moving what was your weekly mi- mileage then when you were training for the marathon? Uh, it, it was a 60, 60, 70. I think going up to maybe 80. A couple of weeks. A couple
0: of yeah, a couple of weeks. You were very consistent though. It sort of stays around there, doesn't it? Yeah, um, sort of does. And then, like there's the load change throughout that. Do you start taking in more hills You just generally mix in hills anyway? Just, no, I
1: don't really do hills specific. This year I actually started, I found a great wee hill in Belfast that the great lead training hills, about two hundred meters, mm. so we did start to build some hill, hills in, uh, more consistently, uh, this
0: year. I but suppose the courses mm, weren't really that hilly, really. No, then. there
1: weren't really no. Even mm. Derry, I mean, there's a couple of there's a couple of hills, but I don't know if you if you can run on anything, you know, you can run mm. up those hills. It's hard, but you can run up those hills.
0: So you, you're very focused, and you you're able to sort of pace your marathon. What do you do in the ultra then? you just go at it and see what happens or yeah I think you do I think if Would you, you have, have any strategies like
1: I think if in the ultra if you if you just start off have a rough idea of what sort of time you could be moving and not be afraid to not go anywhere near it. you know if you're thinking 12 minute miles or 10 minute miles if it's anywhere near close to that then you're I think you're doing okay mm-hmm. You know, and the thing about the ultra distances too is that it goes on feel. You know, you're feeling great yeah. one minute, the next minute you want to die, the next minute you're feeling great again, <laughs> next minute you see a big hill, next minute you see an orange. You know, and things bring you up and down. There's a lot of strange, isn't it? How yeah, the body reacts
0: to it throughout the race.
1: There's a lot of ups and downs in it, but I kind of like that too. Yeah. You know, like sometimes when you're you're feeling rough because, you know, you're going to be feeling better. And feeling better makes the rough not as bad.
0: You sort of know just to keep going. It's yeah. You, it's gonna come good, It's gonna, yeah, it'll come, yeah, it will yeah. come good. And it I, does, yeah. And even though it doesn't feel like that at the time, your brain's just telling you to stop. Yeah. I, m- I remember in the morning, I come to one of the styles, and I literally couldn't lift my legs, so I had to sit around <laughs> and hop my bum up it. <laughs> and on the other side I screamed because there was a shock at the other side, you know, to stretch my legs in it. Yeah. And I was in agony. Yeah, uh, like five miles. later run it again. Yeah, and then you yeah. run up and down the stairs. It's
1: amazing. It's amazing. I think what your body can do. Last last week in Belfast, I was feeling really sick, really sick, and from the st- as soon as I started, to feel sick. I say, right, I'm going to get better, but it must have lasted th- three hours, two and a half, three hours, just really, you know, and retching and feeling grim for three hours in the middle of the night but it did get it got better, it got better, it couldn't get any worse, it
0: definitely could have got worse, um, have you done any, you've done back to back as well haven't you, is yeah. that Leslie's race in Monaghan, yeah it's brilliant, it's a great race too, I love it, and what time of year is that on, it is in,
1: uh, is it October, is it, uh, is it? September or October, Brilliant races. Love those races. I'm gonna try and to do the back to back of this year. Did you have a podium in that or anything? No. Did you think was of sacking um over the two days. second meal yeah. in the two days. I'm thinking maybe what was the first or First or second. So or second your first day was like
0: three hours fifteen minutes?
1: Yeah. the Second day was quicker, was it? Um three twelve or something. Three twelve.
0: how does that happen? <laughs> so you you're on three fifteen. Um I'm assuming there's, there's a great buzz around that race. There's something yeah. special about it, isn't there? Yeah, it is. Um, it's one that's on my bucket list. And you've ran 3.15. You can sort of enjoy it because it's one of those types of races, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but 3.15 is still 3.15. Yeah. Like, when you finish then, and are you excited about tomorrow? Or are you like, oh, crap, I've gone a bit too quick? That was actually my first back-to-back,
1: the Monaghan, that year in Monaghan. And... I was excited about tomorrow, the next day, um, but I was kind of looking forward to it as well. It was in the middle of ultra training as well, so it was kind uh, of just okay. building on another big long run. Mm-hmm. Um, on the second day, I felt even better than the first. Just That's
0: my legs were fresh as from even mm-hmm. fresher than the, the the day before. These these races in this community is excellent for that, isn't it? Because I started running two thousand and eleven and I read all the hype in magazines and things like you know you should run one marathon a year you yeah. should take three months to recover after a marathon yeah. and then all of a sudden all these little doors or windows open and it's people run and walk back to back marathons yeah. and you ran 3.15 the next day you got up and you feel, felt fresh and you ran quicker Yeah. it's like it sort of defies what people oh, yeah, the advice that people are giving you yeah, yeah. And one, one piece of advice I picked up not that long ago, was sort of listen to everybody but follow no one. Yeah, yeah. Because there's no everybody's body reacts differently, obviously. But there's n- there are no hardline facts of a black yeah. white. Like, this is what you must do, or this is what you're capable of doing. Because yeah. anything's really possible.
1: I think that's true. I think you have to just suit yourself. You have got to suit yourself and do what you, you enjoy. You know the amount of people have told me about concentrating on such and such a distance or stay on the roads and don't go into the mountains and. But I, I like them all, you know. I like mountains and I like the scaling and I like uh, different types of things. Yeah, so yeah. I don't want to be stuck just doing one thing because I think I could become boring.
0: Yeah, I think own. that's one thing I like. Even <laughs> when you pick up a ninja, I actually sometimes don't mind moving on yeah. to the bike for a rest or whatever. um Moving to ultras, Um, because you've done quite a few altars now. Mm. You've done your first one, sort of, when was that, 2013? 13. 13 was yeah. the one way and um so how many have you done? I don't know I'd say
1: on the 40 more things i maybe 10 maybe 12 I'm not, sh- I'm not sure I've read uh, 2013 wasn't that long ago no so you, you do sort of pick off a couple every year do you? I like to get a big one in I think Morty Morty has kind of got that into me about getting a big one every yeah. year um so the big ones, we try and get one big one a year. The The year we didn't do a big ultra was 2013, it was 2014 when we done the Iron Distance Triathlon. So that was the big one then, and then we try to get a big ultra every year since. Okay, brilliant.
0: And which has been your favourite ultra?
1: I love the Causeway Ultra. I think it's brilliant. It's 40 miles, is it? It's 40, yeah the scenery up there, it's, have you ever done it? No, I haven't been up there. It, it's unreal, absolutely. Run mm-hmm. through Jan's Causeway, through fields, up and down steps, brilliant, it's brilliant. So it's probably my favourite ultra. Yeah, it's one of my bucket list like that. Uh, we're held up this year, get your name down. <laughs>
0: bike. Um, and when you're doing the ultras and your mind, do you have any tricks to play, to sort of take you through those hard points? Do you go through the real low points? Yeah,
1: absolutely, yeah. Definitely do. I think the low points... I don't know if it's possible to do an ultra or not. The likes of the the 40 milers, the Causeway ultra and stuff, I don't think the lows are as bad and they don't last as long because you're moving a good wee bit quicker. Mm. But the 50 miles, the 100 miles, you do feel... You know, And if you know that you're going to get better than them, about how I think it's a, a positive sort of frame of mind, that you know it's going to get better and I'm going to get to the finish and that's
0: mm. I think that works for me. Because there's a sense on the longer ones. I remember I done the race of stones last year, between twenty eight and thirty two. Mm. I thought this is that yeah. was a real low point for me. It's only yeah. because I was coming to the halfway point. Yeah. And you're like I'm feeling this bad now. <laughs> And I've got to do this all over again, but once I got past the 32, it yeah. was fine. Yeah, because it's just past there's people finishing that halfway point, you see. Yeah, you had to go through the finishing. I points. found even in the Mornway Elder
1: when you're doing coming up to the halfway and Donard, I I wouldn't be getting lows there, but maybe when you're into like 35 40 for yeah. that one. But when you when we were doing the the quad last year, the hero, and then this Energia, whenever you get the the double marathon it's kind of it's on the countdown you know you're going you cut, mm. you're taking them off down with, downwards so whenever I got the two marathons done in Donegal last year I kind of was feeling
0: good I felt good coming into wherever that was what's the second one so tell me about that then so the Donegal quads um, I've heard that from up a few times in the podcast yeah um, four marathons in four days which sounds the number of words just went through my head um, but to be honest it's exciting to me it's definitely in my bucket list to do um, but you took that to a totally different level and decided to run them all four at the one time which yeah. really appeals to me for some reason <laughs> yeah um, what made you I actually looked at your Facebook page and I, and I seen somebody sort of posting that. what about this Barry? you know um, 105 miles you can do four and four days if you uh, want yeah. you can almost see the story <laughs> and he'd be like no the seed's yeah. planted let's yeah. go for that because marty done it as well marty done it too yeah
1: yeah uh, it was marty's idea to do <laughs> a lot of these stupid ideas originate from marty was there many people doing that event i, th- I think it was only maybe f- was it 15 maybe done it? it was quite a lot really nice uh, i think 11 finished um so last year was the first year they'd ever done that oh ok
0: that was, a, that was the first year of it so tell me about that then. <coughs> So it's quite, it's quite an exciting sort of venture to well, that was my, part that, take when you go up But
1: that stage that was the biggest one we had done over the 100 mile I think 100 mile mark is another benchmark you know you're sub 25k, yeah. your sub 40 100
0: mile is, is, was a serious you know, but like that has to be hard do you know mm. what i mean i can think how the 62 miles was to try and go on and do another yeah. 42 miles on top of that uh there must well, have been some you must have felt shattered we the knew that that time. was going
1: to be hard and i actually went into that race with a with a wee niggling injury and in my foot or just all about feet with marty yeah. earlier on um from pacing a half marathon a couple of weeks before believe it or not so as I said before about the positivity, you know, trying to approach every race with the positive for your mind. It was the only race that I ever was at the start line and thinking this, mm-hmm. I don't know, here. Because I wasn't even sure what way my foot yeah. would go. I hadn't ran, I think, in a week, in the week lead up to it, which might have been a bad thing. But at the start of that race, it was, I'm going to see how far this foot goes. Mm-hmm. But it was all right. It was okay. And I knew there would be dark places in there. Um yeah. and when we got the seventy mile, seventy to eighty was grim, really grim. Was that as dark as it had been at stage? Aye, uh, yeah. Wait, have you been have you been to Memoir Gap? Have you ever seen yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. It's that. like <laughs> yeah. so it just happened to be that we got the Memoir Gap, we had about seventy mile covered. Wow. It was pitch black and Memoir Gap, as you know, the roads go yeah. zigzag. So it was pitch black, we couldn't see the, mu- the, the mountain, but we seen the car lights just going up and, up and up and up. And it was, it was grim to see it. And then we got <laughs> to the bottom of it, it was like, oh, it was, it was Painful. brutal. Chuck actually made, Chuck made a, a GoPro video the whole way around it. Um. Was he sport crew was he? Yeah, he was doing the crew, he was doing crew, yeah. And yeah. there's a video of me coming down the other end of my moor gap the, the sun had just come up and i i, I knew that i was in serious pain there because <laughs> i thought it would be easier kind of running down the mountain yeah, it was yeah. it was sore and when i got the bottom of it, it was a nightmare yeah. but again i knew it would kind of pick up because at that stage my foot was all right I knew my foot was all right and i knew that the the finish was getting closer and closer and closer was your foot all right or was the other pink.
0: I don't know. <laughs> 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 the break of foot was alright. What about what about fueling then through that sort of race? You just eat whatever you can, is it or? uh yeah. We salt or?
1: salts and we had salads and chickens and um, sandwiches. Ordinary food really. Yeah, all or, all or, or food. Just, no, hmm. no gels at all anywhere yeah. near that, or no. You try and stay
0: away from sugary sort of things. Uh, well,
1: we didn't have much sugar at all mm-hmm. more salty savoury kind of things but again it was like just putting stuff in you know you need to be getting food in and what about the likes of coke and things like that tins of coke yeah, yeah it's a really of good pickup like, don't they? yeah P- tins of coke were great we would say we'd maybe stop and take a tin
0: of coke after every marathon you know was a beautiful would. location though That's unbelievable yeah isn't it like yeah um, but it could be quite windy up there as well. Did the weather sort of play any havoc up there?
1: It was a warm day. It was what nice, was yeah. And even in the middle, of, well, in the middle of the night, it dropped a wee tiny bit, but there
0: was no wind. Um, but it's quite open. It is open. Mm. Um, what was the finish line on that then? So Jesus, there is the finish line of hundred and five miles. <laughs> and was there many people about there? There were a good few people about there. Because a different level of respect comes from these guys that come, you've, you've felt it when you're doing the marathon, you meet the ultra marathoners. and yeah. you're like, wow, oh, yeah. respect, like, that just brings it to a totally different level. You must yeah. be extremely proud of yourself.
1: Uh, I was, I definitely was when I got to the finish line there, definitely. Um, the last bit of the, those, quad, those quad marathons is a long straight along the coast, it's about nine mile stretch. So whenever we had kind of turned down onto that road and took the left turn, it was nine miles to the finish straight road. So even I met my mum, my dad, Susan, and the kids and stuff there at the corner. Eugene McCrink, God bless him, had bought me a ten of Guinness. So the 10 of Guinness kind of went down and I got a second wind on that last 10 mile. So Guinness is the answer then? Guinness is the answer. So <laughs> my, that was actually my quickest 5K and the whole lot was towards wow. the end. Again, that's that we think about trying to finish stronger, even though, you yeah, know, Yeah, happened. Yeah, right. but it was the last, uh, I think, around maybe 5k in around 23 or 24 minutes. Jesus, that's unbelievable, isn't it? Felt good, because at that stage, it was actually, it was easier to run than it was to walk, mm. because walking was really hurting my legs, and I had said, the chat going try a wee jog here, and a wee jog didn't hurt just as much, still hurt a bit. But whenever jogged a little bit quicker, kind of mm.
0: it was like with fun. Didn't know what it was with fun. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was again us kicking in. So last week then you done the energy and you were going after a fast time for hundred miles. Yeah. That was your second hundred mile wasn't it? Yeah. Um again it's gonna be tough. Yeah. It's a great place to do it. Brilliant. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of there's great atmosphere the whole way around yeah. the whole time. There's and there's a lot of people in the same boat I suppose, which helps it as well. Yeah. Um, so tell me how that went you were saying you were feeling sick right? uh, i
1: felt really sick it it went good apart from that sickness um, um apart from that sickness i'd hoped to go again a wee tiny bit higher i hope to maybe get around 110. but whenever i started to feel sick in the middle of the night i just wanted to get to the hundred hmm. to get the jacket and to kind of call it a day at a hundred so it 21 hours 15 minutes wasn't it That's yeah Twenty one fifteen for the hundred so i had you know, really, I had time to kind of go on and maybe try and get the 110, but kind of shut off. i say I'd get 100, got to the 100. Then I met a few boys who were out for their Sunday morning jog. Marty Ray came down. Mm-hmm. Marty says, do you want to go for another lap? And I says, it's going to be slow. <laughs> so he came, and it was actually quick enough. It was an eight, nine-minute mile. And then I walked the lap with the kids. I walked the lap with the two-way oh, ones. Sick. Took about forty minutes. <laughs> uh and they were tri- they were running in front of the runners and I was like oh, back to back way. So it was a forty minute lap and I um, and then I ran another couple and the last one again was What quicker. size is the lap? Is it a mile lap? It's just shave mile. I think um ninety seven laps gets you hundred mile. Mm. So how, right. how do you find
0: that then? Is it is it monotonous so No, it wasn't at all. Have you just been in that
1: park, <coughs> have you? It's a really uh,
0: nice view park. I think I have done a ten K it sort of went in and yeah. came out again. I'm
1: not sure. It's a nice park. And I thought it would be more monotonous when it was, but it was okay. The laps seemed to be the way it was all set up with the tents and everything else there, you know, you're coming through it, you're around the bed. So the laps seemed to go in quickly. It
0: did Quite a lot of inspirational people sort of up there at the same time as well, and doing oh a lot right. of great things. Um, can you think of some of them? well your man um, the boy
1: you know, and Keith, he and Keith he, he'd done 150 mile or something like that you know Helena Dorner was running she she ended up that week with 250 mile on a Strava <laughs> she went out on Wednesday I was talking to Helena and ran a wee bit with her she ran a marathon on the Wednesday morning uh, before it and then paced Lisburn half that night the same night that so place. that's 39 oh. mile on the Wednesday, and then whatever else she does, and then she goes in, and does 100, and I think she maybe 110 or something like that. That is absolutely Hulling incredible. In the, isn't incredible. 250 incredible. miles in a week. Yeah, 253, it was nuts, absolutely nuts. And so you, when you look around, and around, you see people like that, and then you're saying, Well, wow. you no, know, that's a different level. Different. Yeah. And 150 miles, and that's in the 24. Yeah, 150, 155, 58. Um, just stupid man. Like,
0: Um. did you think did you find that you made any mistakes during that normally you learn Sonic out of a big race yeah. don't you I
1: think maybe the sickness was brought on with um, with the food I think uh, a cousin of mine Conor who might be listening to this later on he made me a cup of coffee but there's no spoons so what he done was he just took the coffee (laughs) (laughs) poured it in the cup and put a wee tiny bit of water in so the coffee was it was like tar Uh, so i didn't want to insult him i drank half of the cup of coffee so it was like a caffeine boom yeah uh and it it was it just seemed to go downhill from that coffee Uh, so I think that I think, and beforehand I had a few mouthfuls of pot noodle and stuff. So I think everything was just not good. Yeah. For it's a fine way. balance, isn't it? You have uh, to try and think about. Yeah.
0: Um. In the moment, when I was feeling sick, I actually come across this family's having a picnic, and um, they give me a few sausage rolls. Yeah. And it's just sort of brought me back again. Like, yeah. It was actually really good for me. The fat that was yeah. in it was like, God bless that family. Sausage, they sausage are. rolls <laughs> can be great.
1: But again, when you if you're feeling sick, it's hard to eat anything yeah. then as well. You know, you just don't want to eat. You just want to.
0: Sometimes you get to a point where you can't even take water. Yeah. Then you're like, oh no, where's this going? This isn't good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just feel
1: sorry for yourself then at that stage, don't you? Yeah, and
0: you've done, and you're... you just use races then build up races really more so than long distance training for that race. Or you didn't do a, uh, what Helena done, no, Alina, I no, I didn't. thirty. No, I didn't.
1: Nobody does before. what Helena does. Um. Again, just try with the mar the marathon programs and stuff i just try to keep it at a steady you know mm. 60 70 mile a week then after that but no real real real
0: yeah. long crazy runs for that yeah I, my body sort of breaks down quite a lot i find um when i'm sort of mixing it up it's, it can be very inconsistent yeah now even when the pace goes you know it takes a lot of work for me to get it back again yeah and i think that is I always try and take one takeaway from each of the podcasts for myself. And consistency is the one thing I think has stood by you, mm. isn't it? Yeah. Because even your marathon and your sharpening your pace to that, you're still maintaining that 60 sort of miles. You know, you can sort of go on the back of that and go and do an ultra. Yeah. Can't you? Like? Yeah. Where it's not like I'm dropping way back down for two or three or four weeks and then trying to build up because yeah. you're overloading your body, whereas the consistent, I, think, yeah, I think
1: having a consistent base is, well if you have a consistent base then you can you can target any race you want. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to, to maybe target a, 10, a 5k, you can bring that base down a wee bit. you still got miles in the legs, you know, or if you want to go longer you can try and increase it. But I think having the consistency and the, the miles that are going to just, you know, stand by you, I think that's a mm-hmm. big, big thing.
0: And um, you talked about the mountains as well. Yeah. Um, the skylines, one that you you really enjoy. Love Some it. phenomenal photos last year again. Yeah. Bad weather. Brutal weather. It?
1: We've never done scaling in in decent weather. <laughs> We've done the last three, and the weather has been grim. I think last year was the worst. Yeah, and what distance uh, is it? It's. Twenty two mile. It's um many mountains, ten mountains, and then sleep dollars the last. Yeah, it's quite a hardcore race, though, isn't it? Hold some hardcore runners in uh, right. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. It's, my, it's one of my favourite races too. Uh, it's up there, I think it's Damn you I just felt another seed just planted. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's either my two favourite races would be Causeway Ultra and the Scaling. Very good. Because it's just eyeballs
0: out from the start to yeah. the finish. It's a real adventure, like this, isn't With it? It's an adventure, yeah. Know what it means, yeah. So. And uh, you talked about there you done the long distance, so it's not just running. You done the long distance, right? <coughs> uh, you done the hour distance. Yeah. In a race, where was that? that well, was in Dungamon. 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 Yeah, yeah. So I think, but you know, I done the half. Was it? I don't know if they'd done it that
1: year or the year after, but mm-hmm. it's the same spot, yeah. He's done the deck out there, didn't they? Yeah, that's who we, that's who we done that with. We we fell in with the man who done the deck, I'm on Keith Clark, um, who actually came out whenever we done our first big long run. Around Latne, he came out in Manus. And then um, ran, so we fell in with him a bit. He came out, out to Donegal last year, Manus too. But it's good setup. was a good setup down there. Great setup. How did you find that? Long. Very, very long day. Uh, enjoyed it. Didn't really enjoy the run. I thought the run would be the easiest part. Because I could run. You know, the bike was... The bike was okay and swim i got all right but whenever i got off the bike i was struggling to find yeah. how to move my feet for two miles or three minutes mm-hmm. um so i was glad
0: to get the finish of that i have to say there one thing about doing the ultras um and doing the iron man i remember at mile 36 of the all way because it's quite an open space at that point yeah you find yourself quite alone and i was thinking wow how spoiled they are in the iron man because <laughs> <I know. laughs> Like, on the run, it's like every 5K, there's a huge bench out with any, yeah. any food you want. And there's thousands of people out supporting yeah. you. And there's sponges <laughs> and everything. And I was, my head was down. I thirty six <laughs> There's nobody about. There's no food. And you're like, it did come come to me you know, how different yeah. the ultra was. It's, it's very more sort of personal sort yeah. of venture. With Ironman, it's more of a, you know, experience. But it's... Spoiled in a way, yeah. Like, yeah. Not. I don't mean spoilt, I mean, you're know, well looked after. Yeah, it's German well Irma. looked after, yeah. I think you just have to look after yourself, maybe more of those, those big ultras. And so you've, we've just talked about quite a range, like from 5k pace right the way through running 100 mile races and doing four marathons at the one time. Um, where do you see Barry going next?
1: Hmm, there's a question, Robbie. Somebody somebody rode a thousand meter run the other day. I don't know
0: well, that's possible. Um but you obviously like to do like you like picking that one year race a year. I'm the same as well. Yeah. I always like to have that one thing I can look back on and say, Yeah, that was bigger than just the average marathon sort of thing. Yeah. Um but you like growth. Yeah. You like taking that little step further. Just a wee tiny bit bigger every year, yeah.
1: I think what we've talked about there is that all the boys have done the Energy Air this year, Ryan and Chuck um, both from Slave Cullion, they both loved it. So I think that maybe next year we could maybe go back for it, maybe try and go a wee bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's looking out for other things to do too. I'd yeah. like to get over and do the, the Highland Fling in Scotland. It looks brilliant. I've heard yeah. great reports about it. So many great big races out there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I think there's a few 50 milers, you know, big 50 milers um, Mm. in England. Uh, But it's it's getting time and getting out there. sort it, like. Because you're you're
0: a teacher, aren't you? Yeah. So you're off during summer. I'm off now. This is my holiday mode. (laughs) This is why you're smiling
1: so much. Yeah, yeah. Seven, eight weeks. That's
0: class, isn't it? It's the best thing about being a teacher. Yeah. It'll be hard outside of that time, though, I'm assuming to try and especially traveling away and things like my job's flexible even though I'm working seven or eight weeks like. Yeah. Um, But would you see yourself, is it, it's running based, you wouldn't think about um, triathlon or anything like that? No, I think it's definitely,
1: no, it's running based, Mm -hmm. yeah. Triathlon, we did do a few sprints, Um, we've done the the long one and stuff, but finding time to train for that.
0: Yeah, it's nuts. Different ball game altogether. It's nuts.
1: You can't. I couldn't do it. I Couldn't fit it in. You know, do run in the morning, bike in the morning, pull at night. It didn't
0: work. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what have you found then? From two thousand and eight, so you've gone through this self-discovery sort of journey, really. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think it's brought you as an individual? <sighs> what has it brought me?
1: If you, you think of life before 2008. Uh, now. Yeah, I know. Plenty of personal running shoes anyway, Susan would agree. <laughs> um, it's it's brought a lot of good friends, I think, mm-hmm. through the whole thing. You meet so many good people, <clears throat> so many people as we talk about earlier on who are on a different level to you and who you can look at and say, Oh, I can't believe they're doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think by seeing people like that. What that does is pushes you all oh, to want to do something else, you know, we do something bigger and better or different or try that, um. But it's I think it's completely changed everything, that I do and, you know, Susan is sick, sore, and tired. Of listening yeah. to me talking about running, it seems to be that everything now revolves around when we're down. What's a ten k last night? Yeah. We're going down to a Gullion tomorrow, um. But it's a decent way to be. I think it's a good nice community it's a nice community and it's i i think it's great for kids our kids to mm-hmm. see the three girls growing up they're seeing people involved you know hopefully they will be Brilliant. if i had no way <laughs> get megan back to parker and um, it could be worse it could be worse to be growing up and they could be seeing me not doing anything or whatever so it's, really it's about a lifestyle yeah, choice isn't it yeah you
0: know? Barry, thanks very much that was yeah. um, extremely interesting you plant a few more seeds in my head which is a problem I see your brain ticking away. Yeah. <laughs> my wife's the same as well it's like don't come home with any more seeds i've <laughs> got enough there um i wish you all the best for the rest of the year thanks very much Robert.